The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 729 of the series, 729 of Farlands or Bust, for your Wednesday, March 6th, 2019, I almost said 2018. Your Wednesday, March 6th, 2019. As we look to the east, Wolfie is getting impatient, so we're gonna hop on a boat and head west here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. As we are continuing to those far lands. Some eight years! That's right. It's it's been. <laughs> It's been eight years since episode one. What eventually turned into Far Lands or Bust, but back then was known as Minecraft Adventures, or Adventures in Minecraft. There were uh, adventures happening in proximity to Minecraft. That's right, the first video I ever upload, a gaming video. I had other just random personal videos on YouTube, mostly astronomy-related. But the first video of Minecraft, of a Let's Play, that I uploaded was on March 6th, 2011. And now it has been eight years, and I can't believe it's still a thing. (laughs) Um, So yeah, eight years, and we're still doing this series. Still have never died in this save this world save as a player it's not part of the deal that that i never said i'm going to walk to the far lands and never die it just sort of has accidentally followed us around like that we've gotten close (laughs) we've gotten very close um but now there's a t-shirt at my t public shirt store to commemorate the achievement as farlanders never die um but oh i don't have an axe I'm gonna need that. So let's let's make an axe. It's gonna have to be a stone one too. Uh, it can't be a stone one because I just threw away all my stone. All right, eight years and I still don't know how to play the game. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah, let's continue on here. Of course, for nearly as long we've been raising money for charity. This time we're raising money for direct relief charity at farlandsorbus.com. Up to twenty-three thousand seven hundred sixty-nine. Nice. Dollars and 26 cents raised this season. Much appreciated. Like I said, farlandsbus.com. That's where you can donate. Much appreciated indeed. So yeah, March 6th is is officially, I think, there's been some confusion. I'm recording this live on Twitch the day before, but it's more of a Kurt J. Mac the YouTube story. No, Kurt J. Mac anniversary than it is a Far Lands or Bust anniversary. Uh, while true, episode one was what eventually became this Far Lands or Bust series, but it wasn't until March 28th in episode 11 of the series that we actually started walking west. We said, you know what? 
enough of this building houses and enjoying the game as it was meant to be played. I'm going to walk to the Far Lands, he said. Somewhat uninformed and ill-advised as to how long it would actually take. <laughs> but that's alright. That's alright. So yeah, I think March 28th or thereabouts on the Twitch channel. Not a flobathon, but just kind of a flob anniversary a thon. We'll do some sort of live streaming situation of flob as a, as a celebration to that, of which I will, of course, upload to YouTube later for archival purposes as we continue west here. So I do appreciate everybody who has stuck around since the beginning. Um, a bunch of people in, in my Twitch chat were commiserating, is that a good word to, 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 to like communicating? About how, oh, I started elementary school and now I'm in high school or now I'm graduating soon in all the time that Far Lands are bust and my series has been going on. My channel, my YouTube channel and stuff. So yeah, way to make me feel old. <laughs> um, indeed, indeed. So eight years. Man. What a what a wacky thing to even consider. I started this. Let's we're gonna do a it's gonna be nostalgia time here and uh reminiscent time going on. If you're if you're sick of that stuff, I'm very sorry, but there's a very long way to go, and it's really all I have are memories. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I I uh, for those of you who Whoa, that was weird. For those of you who don't uh know too much of the story. I kind of just on a whim, like many people, like many people, all of our friends kind of just started because they were watching a lot of Let's Play videos, probably of Minecraft, and thought, that looks fun. I would like to try that. Or, hmm, I could really use some sort of outlet. Some sort of it's like like a like a journal like a vlog blog sort of situation. I as people always tell me I have a good radio voice, so I could I could try doing the commentary thing. It's not like people are putting face cams. Nobody sees your face during these videos, <laughs> right? Back in 2011. Uh, so I just started. I I I went out. I bought a a Razer headset microphone gaming headset. And bought a copy of Fraps, recorded the episode, failed actually the first time. What ended up becoming the Combat Canyon world is I tried recording, but then I messed up the settings, as we often do uh, starting off. And I don't have, oh, there's my shears. I'm like, I don't have shears. Yeah, you do. So yeah, I had to abandon that recording and and start, start anew which is what became the Far Lands or Bust world. Uh, and then edited that video in Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> oh man, those were the days. Windows Movie Maker. And of course, back then, your videos had to be 15 minutes or less on YouTube. And uh, away we went. Away we went. And even in this season UHC that's going up uh, with myself, Ko, and Avidia playing, we I, we started to reminisce about back in the day about Fraps. And I was like, what is it? It was like F9 
it was like the default button on Fraps to record, to start recording, stop recording, was F9. And uh, there was no visual overlay information that you were actually recording or not. So there were many a times when you'd be like, Ah, oh, nuts! I wasn't recording! I didn't press F9! Or I, I, I pressed it at the wrong time or whatever. Good lordy. Uh, but yeah, that's what it started as. And and boy, in the past eight years have things changed on, on YouTube. Um, we saw the rise and fall of MCNs, networks, gaming networks. I want to, and I am sure to be corrected if I'm wrong, which I might be, but I do feel like gaming videos on YouTube are what made YouTube YouTube, what it is now. Aside from the fact that the top channels on YouTube have historically always been gaming channels, I just think in general, because even when I started, I never, I just thought it was a hobby. I never thought anybody would be able to A, make money, and B, make a full-time amount of money off of it. It wasn't until I started in March, it wasn't until July that I signed up, you know, when I hit 10,000 subscribers and I signed up for the recently newfangled partner program on YouTube that ads and making money was actually a thing. Um, But it was really, I do think, around the gaming the gaming channels and content where sort of the, the, the episodic videos and the audience, I think, found YouTube. Obviously, there's also a big, you know, vlogger and IRL and uh, produced content, but it all kind of it all kind of happened around the same time, but I feel like the gaming stuff is where it really became obvious that, oh, like, there's a lot of people watching these things. And, uh, yeah, that, uh, I think, really exploded at, like, the right time for me. Maybe, maybe I, even at March 2011, was a little bit late, I think, to being, like, first on the scene, I suppose. Um, but yeah, there was the rise and the fall of, of networks, because, hey, you know where money is being made. The people try to make it for you and take it for you. Um, so there was networks. Never signed up for a network. Never signed up for a network. Whether or not that was good or not, I know some networks and some friends had 100% pass-through revenue with their networks, as opposed to YouTube's standard split. Um Good or bad? I don't know. Probably good, because I don't think they turned out too great. Machinima recently just shut down and deleted all, like, thousands of their videos on their channel. Um, so that's fun. <laughs> oh, man. Let us continue to reminisce amongst a field of snowy pigs in the morning. And old madness. <laughs> old maddedness. Back in my day, there were these things called YouTube networks. And they took all your money, and then when they folded, they took down your channel with them. Um, so yeah, we had the networks. Google Plus, oh boy. <laughs> Google Plus uh, was certainly a thing that it didn't even, it just became and then it fell very fast. 
Oh, I know what I needed to do. I need... Alright. Keep an eye out for iron. And just stone. Because I need an axe. Because I need I need more wooden planks. Um, yeah, that was a thing that was just really not great. Um, ad revenue used to be a thing. <laughs> Remember ad revenue? Uh, I mean, maybe this is, again, getting a little bit meta towards the creator's side of things. I, I, I always hesitate talking too much about this stuff because it, it doesn't apply to the viewers so much. Um, but yeah. People were, people still are, but people were, it, it was very decent, very good money for a while, just depending on the YouTube ads. We all saw the big, the big bumps. Woo! All right, let's not go that way. Before Christmas, the holiday season, and then after like school got out in March, June, March, I mean May, June. Um, boy, that, that was a dependable thing to depend on. Um, then what else? Ah, but then as that started to fall away, then then the rise of Patreon. And I, I was, I remember, I'm not saying I'm on the leading, leading edge of everything, but I remember I was one of the first hundred Patreon users who, who took a plunge on the Patreon thing. And it's still going, it's still going. And I'm still, I, I think, eight years. Well, we, when did we start Patreon? 2013, 14? Um, so yeah, not, not eight years on Patreon, but yeah, that's, uh, that's still, still a thing. And obviously now Twitch. It, Twitch is kind of almost eight years too, because I remember I, I set up my Twitch Justin.tv uh, account so that I could do the first Flabathon on Twitch. And I remember back then asking to be partnered and the only proof... Oh, I didn't mean to make that. I meant to make an axe. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> what am, I'm, I'm stuck in UHC mode. Um, but the proof they needed was like, okay, I have... I think at the time I had like oh, 20,000 subscribers on YouTube. And they're like, okay, partnership. So yeah, I've, it's going to be almost eight years being partners in one form or another on Twitch. Of course, we never thought Twitch was a thing that would rival or become a possibility of a full-time job. Um, and it really wasn't until the sub buttons came, because the ads ads were never that fantastic on Twitch. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, so much. So much indeed has changed. Um, all the, you know, even like the gaming groups, mind crack, all that stuff uh, going through and actually finding audiences and people and friends. I, yeah, a lot of stuff. <laughs> Basically, a lot of stuff. The internet as a whole. Was was very different eight years ago. Um, yeah, it's uh, I I, hmm. it, I I I hesitate getting too deep into these things because I don't want to seem like I'm complaining because obviously 
This is fantastic. I'm having a very good time and just the fact that I've been able to do this full-time for a little less than eight years is beyond me, <laughs> very much beyond me. But then again, I don't know what else I'd be doing. I was able to quit my job. Yeah, I guess aside from that, I, as as a Kurt J-Mac, have changed. Hello? Mr. Marbles? Whoa, careful, Wolfie! Don't get burned. He's here to congratulate us on eight years. Hey, he's dead. <laughs> Thank you very much for your kind words, Mr. Zombie. I appreciate it. So yeah, um, I mean, heck, I've lived in three different states <laughs> since then. Uh, I owned a condo, sold a condo, moved to Arizona. Um, I mean, I first, like I said, I quit my job. I was a web designer. It's kind of the quote-unquote career path I had been on since graduating college. Um, I either wanted to be a graphic designer, ended up learning and teaching myself web design, and then that became more fruitful. But I never felt it. I mean, and, and again, I, I don't want to seem like, oh... I know many, many people have jobs that they particularly aren't passionate about, or they don't need to feel like they're changing the world. But that's kind of a it's kind of a case that I feel very lucky to be able to be doing this. So yeah, any any sort of criticisms or complaints I have of the current state of things are not because I don't appreciate it, and I feel like I could I can speak for everyone. Uh, it's more about like wanting to maintain and and because it is something we enjoy so much seeing seeing threats or or downward swings or or cultural shifts are concerning and we want to stay on top of and you know maintain the things that we depend on and what we love doing and the people around us who do the same and even for the audience. You know, the audience has changed quite a bit. The age group, demographics, certainly a lot different than what is currently the age group demographics on YouTube or who are watching gaming videos. So, I mean, just, woo, <laughs> it's crazy. Everybody's, yeah, everybody's eight years older. Um, so, yeah, my own self... Went, went through a lot, and I've kept, and I will continue <laughs> to keep my, my personal life pretty personal, but yeah, I I was on a trajectory, and whether or not because of this and YouTube and streaming and gaming and online stuff, um, whether or not this was the catalyst for a lot of the changes I went through, I don't know, maybe I would have gone through the same changes, maybe it would have taken longer, maybe... It, it would have happened even under different circumstances, better or worse, if at all. But yeah, I was on a trajectory with the career and uh, owning a place and having a, a long-term relationship. And that 
got a bit jumbled up picking up and moving to Phoenix. And I, yeah, a lot of, yeah, all the interviews and the Guinness World Records stuff, conventions, it uh, really, I don't know, it, 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 yeah, it all, it all has an effect. All the people, people you meet and talk to and uh, end up becoming friends with and stuff. And then uh, a couple of years ago, I guess you, I, things went through a uh, mid midlife midlife crisis. Do we want to call it a midlife crisis? <laughs> I don't know how old I'm going to be. Let's say one third life crisis, and huge big old changes, primarily with that long term relationship. Um, and then I moved away from Phoenix to here and uh, still trying to figure stuff out and still doing this though now this is now this the the YouTube and and certainly Farlands of Bust has become sort of the constant I suppose if that makes any sense but uh hey oh that's could be dangerous um Wolfie ah Wolfie <laughs> okay mm. I could do it myself, but I don't believe Wolfie would make that jump. And the sun is setting anyway, so we gotta make an elevated hidey hole. There was that there's that extra one block of land right there at the sea level that I'm like, mm, Wolfie's probably gonna hit that, and I don't know how much damage he could take from that distance. So Well, we'll save that one for later. So yeah whole bunch of stuff and I don't know or, or nor feel like could ask for it to last another eight years but I hope so like in some form or another because I don't know what else I would be doing <laughs> I, I'm severely unqualified and underpracticed in all other forms of career <laughs> um indeed but yeah the sun is set the moon is risen Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. And continuing onness. Oh, buddy. Indeed. Indeed. We saw in person. That was 2011. July 2011. We saw Juno launch. The spaceship, not the dog. Um, Juno wasn't even alive. <laughs> That's crazy to think about. Um, and and it's now at Jupiter, taking pictures, doing science. That's pretty crazy, right? We were also at the first SpaceX launch to the International Space Station. We missed the launch because it scrubbed at T minus one seconds for that NASA social, NASA tweet up, or whatever they called them back then. Um, but you know what just happened, friends? I got some space news for you. Dragon 2. The Dragon 2 capsule, the... eventually to be used as a crude capsule version of the Dragon capsule, launched atop the Falcon 9 and has docked at the International Space Station. So, so far, I believe it's going to stay there for eight days, so far, Everything seems to be a success for this first 
inaugural flight of the Dragon 2 capsule. It has a dummy on board in a spacesuit to measure the forces and vibrations and g-forces and things of launch and the eventual landing. And it docked. I didn't realize it was going to dock, but it docked. The the Dragon 1 capsules, the cargo capsules, are birthed. They are birthed. That means they, they get close enough to the International Space Station and then the onboard astronauts use the space station's Oh, I knew that was going to happen. Robotic arm to to grasp the the capsule and then manually pull it towards a uh, what are those things called? Hatch, hatch. Let's call it a hatch. But the Dragon Two, the crewed capsule, docks much like the space shuttle did, much like the uh, crewed Soyuz does, and it does so automatedly, basically cameras and radar, it recognizes the hatch and actually, without being grappled by the robotic arm, attaches itself to the hatch and then secures itself. So that's cool. I didn't realize that that was going to be a difference. I thought maybe like all the dragons. But I feel like maybe that's a requirement. I don't know for sure, but that might be a requirement of crude vessels. And uh, yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. And it's actually, it's going to land, well not land, but it's going to splash down, not in the Pacific, but in the Atlantic, a few hundred miles off the coast of where it launched from in Florida. That way it can be recovered and returned to NASA right away for follow-up and testing and analysis and things like that. Um, So that I didn't realize either. I don't know what its approach is going to be. I'm assuming that it's not going to... they're going to do their best not to have it approach over the continental United States. Perhaps it'll come up from the south through the Gulf of Mexico or something. Not sure exactly. I haven't looked at the track. And I'm sure that depends. Once it undocks and then orbits for a little bit and then does its re-entry burn. So that's interesting. I didn't know that was the thing. I, I do remember SpaceX saying, oh, eventually it'll be able to land itself. But I, d- I don't know if they've nixed that idea in favor of focusing on the uh, Starship, Mega mega Space Boy chip, <laughs> whatever that thing is. Uh, the BFR. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's neat. There, there, there's a whole bunch of changes. I mean, the whole the whole thing about reusable rockets has happened in the past eight years. That wasn't even an idea. I don't, well, I'm sure it was an idea, but that wasn't even a thought in my head that that was an eventual plan for SpaceX. Neat. Neat indeed. NASA nixed that idea. Ah, okay, the, the landing on land thing. That makes sense. That Seems like that might be too much a risk with with crude capsules. So yeah, I think there's uh, the, another test that still has to happen is they have to do a in-flight abort test. So I think like after 30 seconds of flight of the next launch, it's going to intentionally pretend like there's a problem with the rocket and do a abort where the capsule rockets away from the rocket and lands... 
itself. And then there's there's got to be one or two more test flights. I think they still said before the end of the year is when they're planning on actually having an actual, once they get certified, crewed flight. As long as, as all the other tests go fine. Which, so far, fingers crossed. So far, so good. Neat. Neat stuff indeed. Dang, it's 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 been it's been eight years and I still haven't gotten around to asking answering any of these questions. <laughs> well, maybe not eight years, perhaps thirty minutes. Uh, let's see here. This one seems significant. Uh, Eb asked. Long time viewer here. Love all your content, but Flob has a special place in my heart. Keep those episodes coming. I'm trying. They're not as frequent as I would like, but we're getting there. Question. Do you think SpaceX will succeed in landing humans on Mars? And will they do it before NASA does? What are your thoughts on private space flight? Greetings from Denmark. Um, I don't know. I I I think hmm I don't know that I feel like they I don't know all the specifications and funding and whatever and plans but I feel like SpaceX would need the support of and partial funding from NASA to land a crewed capsule, a crewed mission to the moon, or to the moon, to the to the, to, to the Mars. Um, NASA, uh, um, they 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 still don't have a spaceship. Uh, just like there are other commercial spacecraft from Boeing uh, that are supposedly still being worked on to take crew to the International Space Station. Uh, the fact that NASA doesn't have a spaceship yet is I don't not concerning but uh, doesn't seem too possible I mean they're 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 working on the uh, Orion ship capsule network of of of, of space fitting rockets but and they're being built but uh, hmm. yeah, that's a tough one. Of course, we all, we've all seen how recently the uh, Mars One program. Remember, remember Mars One, and how I was very, very skeptical of it from the beginning. Guess who was right? Me. <laughs> I was. That that was the uh, the private in enterprise that said we're going to send a a, a settlement to Mars, and it's gonna be broadcast as a reality show and that's how we'll fund it all you have to do is send us two hundred dollars with your application and we'll put you in the running to go and i'm like and they said oh we have we have an agreement with spacex when all they had was a letter that said basically spacex was like well yeah if you pay us this x billion dollars or whatever it'll cost and we have the capability whatever sure we're a private company but they didn't say yes we will absolutely dedicate ourselves to sending your people to mars um ended up they made 
some millions of dollars from the application fees. Um, never got anywhere. Had a had quite quite a few people who were very adamant. No, they're really going to do it. This is actually going to happen. I believe them. Um, but yeah, they went bankrupt and they took all that money and left. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, no, that's uh, that's not the way it's going to happen. I tell you that much. I tell you that much indeed. Um, so will SpaceX versus NASA? I don't know. I hope it's not a versus. Like I said, I hope it's a collaborative thing. If SpaceX has the platform and the technology, then I hope NASA uh, works with that in regards to potentially making it happen for uh, everybody. For science, for NASA, for for the world. Woo, look at this fun place where we're going to spend the night at the end of episode 729 here. Woof. I, I do declare it and proclaim such things as these. Thought, thought about making it a four-day episode, but we just had one of those, so... Gotta, gotta let my voice rest. Uh, where do I... Oh, gosh. Ooh, it's another one of these spire situations. Here we go. Boink. Oh, you know what? I never did. I, I gotta leave a sign, don't I? I should have done that at the beginning of the episode, but I guess we'll do it at the end. Boink. Uh, Wolfie? Yeah, there you are. Hey, over here. Oh yeah, rude dude. Come. Oh, <laughs> look at this. Look at this nerd. Ah, got him. <laughs> All right. There we go. And... Sorry, I, I, I do have quite a few questions. Y'all have been generous with the donations to Direct Relief Charity. So keep doing that at farlanserbus.com. And I appreciate your support for uh, however long you've been here. Eight years or, or whatever. I do appreciate it. That's what I want to do. And I hope uh, you continue to follow along. All right. So, do I dare? Episode seven, seven twenty nine, or March six, twenty nineteen, eight years of. Blob. Boink. We've done it. We've done it. Even though we just got done saying it wasn't really eight years of Flob, it's more eight years of me on YouTube and doing this, but whatever. All, all's, all's well that ends well. You know what else ends well? This episode. Thank you so much for watching. I do appreciate it. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. Wait, I messed up the month? <laughs> Aha! Bamboozled! Did I mess that up? Five! <laughs> Where did I get five from? Oh. 
episode 729 03 06 2019 8 years of flop <laughs> Oh, I've got my own live live editors. Oh, that's right. It's probably cuz today today is the 5th. That's why and not at all because I am brain broken. I it's not. It's just cuz I thought March was the 5th month and I'm weird. Cuz it's May is the 5th month. It starts with an M. It's very confusing. Anyway, thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. <laughs>